everyone, how's it going? Welcome to Pro Football Ireland. Michael McGrew and Mark Hogan joining you on a St. Patrick's Day weekend. Mark, Kajemar, it's happy, my friend. A happy, happy St. Patrick's Day to you, and obviously, happy St. Patrick's Day to everybody listening, wherever you are on the island of Ireland um, or around the world. Um, this is the best weekend of the year, isn't it? <laughs> we seriously like, say it's this like, so it's many a Christmas times, day like for an adult, Mark, isn't it? It's a Christmas day for an adult. That, yeah, that's the way I, I compare it. I, I love it. I, um, I've, in the last couple of years, started counting down to Paddy's Day. I don't know if that makes me sound like an awful person. I've been into Temple Bar and Dunn the last few years. Um, I don't know. I've co- completely bought in. Because of COVID, we we missed it. You know, I missed my points of Guinness with COVID. And now I don't mind paying the H euro for them. Because the price of a point, honest to God, in Dublin has gone so crazy. Euro. Michael, it's gone to six fifty at least everywhere in Dublin. Anyway, it's like what had been seen as a Temple Bar price is now the price of a pint of Guinness anywhere in Dublin. So for the sake of one fifty, and you're getting the good music, it's like a cover charge. That's how I see it. I'm paying three eighty sterling in Toronto, and that's that's in a bar and a restaurant, same price. So three pound eighty, which is what four, four ten, four twenty. Now this is not a Guinness podcast. We're not sponsored in any way by Guinness, but it's Paddy's Day. So hey, um, if there's a, if there's any kind of a crossover that we could have, it'd be potentially the, the bit of Guinness talk because when we went <laughs> off to the Super Bowl, we paid outrageous amounts, and then we came back, and I was asked to pay outrageous amounts, and I've had the conversation with my dad, my brother, my girlfriend, saying I haven't readjusted because I don't know because they pumped the prices when we were away, whatever tax thing happened at the time. That uh, yeah. Anyway, it's 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 part of our um, Paddy's Day podcast now. But we thought we'd do something a bit different. We had Hi, a great reaction. Tell us the crack with this. Like, what what's the plan in this podcast for people listening? Obviously, <laughs> let's put this out in the sixteenth because people are going to be busy on the seventeenth. You've got mass. You've got the parades. You've got the odd, you know, Club Rock Shandy or two. So what what's the plan for this one-off? We, we had a great reaction to the uh, GA podcast there a week ago when we uh, named our team. So I had to cook up another quintessentially Irish podcast. So we said we'd try and name an all-Patrick team for, in honour of St. Paddy's Day. And, you know, this idea actually came to me a year ago. It was actually... 11 months and two weeks ago, two weeks after Paddy's Day last year, I was thinking, you know, I have to make a graphic in time to honour all the Patricks that we have in the league because the names off the top of my head were very popular. But as this exercise demonstrates, as we get it, <laughs> as we get deeper into our roster, we might struggle for some star-studded talent. But on the top end, we have some, some fantastic names. I presume as soon as I mentioned that we're going to do an all-Patrick team, I presume everyone got number one off the board. Well, yeah, um, you know, Ryan Fitzpatrick, he doesn't play anymore, but oh. uh, obviously. <laughs> oh, my God. You're, you know, you're after saving me, uh, or you could have saved me a job. I never thought to include <laughs> Fitzpatrick's in this exercise. Well, I think, and this is where I I went to the NFL.com. I went to active rosters. And obviously, Fitzmagic doesn't play anymore, right? But heel glorious Fitz, Fitzpatrick if you're sitting in mass on Paddy's Day or hearing people singing it on Aaron's Green Valley just think of Ryan Fitzpatrick heel glorious Fitzpatrick um, typed in Patrick on the active roster server and there wasn't too many Patricks <laughs> that popped up so it became very clear obviously we all know who number one is who so are, are we going through each position here because Jesus like, I mean Mark I'll just put this out I, here I'm now. a, I'm a bit light I'm a bit light a on bit light. a couple of. I'm I a am bit as light, light on a as couple. coming home from a night out with, with nothing like nothing in my pockets, mate. 
there's like <laughs> six players we can name here with any reason. So I'm I'm looking forward to. Do you know what? Just because I know who you're going to pick, I'll pick Fitzpatrick quarterback to start off. Why not Fitzmagic? He's got a beard like an Irishman. You could literally put the priest gear on him and he he do well. So I, I, I'm happy enough. We should have added Fitzpatrick into that GEA team last week. And we're getting to Gaga and, and Irish here for this podcast. So back to the Paddy talk. I'm presuming you're putting in Patrick uh, Patrick O'Neill, Patrick Murray or something, the quarterback, or who, who's your Patrick quarterback? I, I was able to find out. Like I said, we're going to be a bit light on some of these. So when uh, I came across Patrick Mahomes and quarterback, I had to do a bit of research into the guy. But of course, no, this is where the whole concept of the um, the graphic came a year ago. It was a way of putting out a Patrick Mahomes po- <laughs> a Patrick Mahomes graphic without it being blatantly Patrick Mahomes. Patty Mahomes. Mahomes. Yeah. How many times do you want to say Patty <laughs> on this podcast, right? In honor of the day that's in it, we can turn it into a drinking game for over 18, perhaps. But um, Patrick Mahomes is going to be the quarterback. If we move in to the wide receiver, I was only able to name one. Can I just add one thing to Mahomes here, right? Because this is, this is going to be for all the kids on TikTok. So Patrick Mahomes is your quarterback and it's all Patty's, Patty's dead team. Is he though? Because the guy was drunk on two course lights at the at the uh, parade only a few weeks ago in Kansas City. So could he really be added to this team? Because Gifted if this... he's getting drunk on two course light, we've we've got a serious problem. Because first off, he's drinking course light, and secondly, he's drunk on two of them. So I, I don't know. Obviously, well, the only Patrick, the only quarterback that I know that drinks Guinness is um, Aaron Rodgers. When he came to London last year, didn't that quote come out that he was looking forward to doing what as the English do and drinking Guinness? <laughs> I mean, who wants to tell? Him? I was actually, I was sitting there whenever that happened. And I can't, I've literally forgot about that there now. Who's your, so that's your quarterback. Um, running back. We're going to have I, to combine, we're going to have to combine our team. So forget about picking a position each. We'll combine our names and we'll see. Are you going we Patrick Taylor or what's the cracker? For running back? Yeah. I have uh, Patrick Ricard. We actually only have a fullback in at running back, really. I have Patrick the, Taylor, who is, let's just say he's quite... He is, he's out there. Like, this is a man that has a combined total rushing yardage of about 27 yards last season. Um, uh, well, so, do you know what? I was, I was, sh- I was short a wide receiver, so we'll pull, put him in as our, our running back. Our fullback then is going to be Patrick Ricard, who actually goes to the Pro Bowl every single year because they have to send someone from the AFC because uh, Kyle Juszczyk <laughs> is in the NFC, so they need someone complimentary to go with him. Uh, Patrick Ricard, obviously for the Ravens, he's been playing for six seasons, only has 260 total scrimmage yards. So he's absolutely a blocker. But um, yeah, I mean, a good blocker that obviously uh, he, he has survived. He in the looks NFL Irish. Like, he looks like he played for like Mayo or something, doesn't he? I, I feel like because we're talking about all the Pats, that, do you know what the funny thing is? When you actually put Patrick into pro football reference, the amount, like Josh Allen's middle name, Patrick, Justin Herbert's middle name, Patrick. They all have middle names, Patrick. And it makes them feel very Irish all of a sudden. But uh, so that, those are running backs. At wide receiver, I think you might have gotten this one. I'll I'll let you have a guess first. Do you have a wide receiver? You have him on your... Yeah, on, on the back wall. I mean, if it wasn't... By the way, Patrick Taylor plays for the Packers. If it didn't say it, folks. Tim Patrick for the Broncos. Um, obviously played college football at Utah as well. Patrick's been at the Broncos for three years now, four years yeah, got in, Obviously injured last year, wasn't it? But he was being touted as a big piece of that offense. That's why he was Massive able to slot piece. straight in. Yeah, so when and he I got injured... It, yeah, sorry, when, go he got in, when he got injured, I remember like I had him... 
on my fantasy team or not on my fantasy team I had him circled for my fantasy football draft because even if you're going into this year he should be a big part people were saying that he was being more impressive than Corton Sutton and in whatever part of training camp that he was around I I remember Mina Kimes was very high on him in particular so it'd be exciting for Broncos fans to get him back he's definitely going to be one that goes under the radar and we obviously have him on our team I think Broncos fans need all they can get at the minute in terms of positivity on the offense. And yeah, just going on what you said, mate, like I, I remember the day he went down in camp and I think it was obvious from then that it wasn't going to go in the way that people wanted it to go. So it's going to be a big year for him. And I'm glad that we're both in the same page here. Not that there's many other choices at wide receiver apart from another guy. Are we going to have two or three wide receivers? Because I've only got one more written down here. No, you go for your one more. Are you sure? Are you sure we want to use this guy? Right. Um. <laughs> Guy with two years experience, he plays for the Titans. He's played four, five games in two years. Um, Des Fitzpatrick, um, 49 yards on five attempts in 2021 with a touchdown. So technically, we can use that as a reference in this podcast. So Desi boy, Des Fitzpatrick is our guy uh, alongside Tim Patrick, and uh, I'm going to make you pick the tight end because I'm starting to struggle already here, mate. I, I do have a tight end, but hey, look, what did we talk about all of the season, all of last offseason into this offseason? That Patrick Mahomes has no weapons, apparently. So I have no fear in Patrick Mahomes elevating our uh, Tim Patrick and Pat, or what's our other, our Fitzpatrick? I have no uh, fear. In it. So we actually, we have, we have a good tight end. Uh, playing for the Steelers at the moment, uh, Pat Fryermuth. Ah, there you go. There you go. He was actually the only one that was... I had was John Fitzpatrick for the Falcons, who's not played a snap for the Falcons. Well, we're lucky with Pat Fryermuth because obviously he is involved quite a lot. He got more chances last year. I think his snaps were up from 73 to almost 100. I think it was 98. He had 730 yards over and then in front of me with two touchdowns. He had nine touchdowns the year before, so he was down to two last year. Also down was his catch rate went from 76 to 64. So we're definitely hoping for a, for a bounce back year from Pat Fryermuth. But uh, yeah, beats the other options that were out there. I have to give a special shout out to Dark Punter, who's going to be Pat McAfee. I know he's not an active player in the NFL anymore, but after the sheer crack that we all had in Arizona and where he completely mortified my wife on live television. Um, what do they say again? Patty football. Pat McAfee, if you're watching this, Get on this podcast next Paddy's day. He's our punter, of course. Yes. And I have to say, because I did go through the, the archives to get us a kicker. Of course, Pat McAfee is also an essential part of this um, po- podcast and this whole idea. It was Pat McAfee has to go down. We have some real star power now. We have a, a marketeer, a promoter in Pat McAfee. We have the superstar in Patrick Mahomes. Everyone will want to come to see our games for those two players. We actually have some star power coming up a little later on. I don't know if we'll get there, but our defense is actually pretty star-studded. We have to do the offensive line before then. But our kicker, okay, I did have to go to the archives for this, had an 18-year career with the Jets from 1974 to 1991, 250 games. He was an all-pro back in the 1970s, 95% on his extra points. Uh, he was not, I think it was about 75% on his um, field goals. He right. was no use beyond 50 yards, but Pat Leahy, he sounds Irish. Pat I think Leahy? I had Pat Leahy as my soccer coach when I was under 14. So Pat Leahy must have some kind of, and playing in New York, I'd say they picked him off the back of a van somewhere ago and he was going doing a bit of gardening or something. They picked up Pat Leahy and he turned Off the back of a van. 
an 18 year career with the Jets. That's what he went on to do. And now he uh, gladly takes a place in our team. Right. Who's next? We'll go back to, I don't know how we ended up doing our punters and kickers, but we will rewind. I did get part of an offensive line put together, not the full Chappelle, but I did get us a center, a right guard and a left tackle. <laughs> so <laughs> we'll start, we'll go from, um, we'll go from bad to good, I suppose. How bad do you actually want to go with this? I mean, if you're a Carolina Panthers fan, you probably know more about him than I do. But Carolina Panthers center, Pat Elf- Elflin, he had six games last year before getting injured. He played in nine games years before, but he's kind of in and out of the roster, but he was struggling to keep his position. A third round pick in 2017, our team sounds like it might be his last opportunity to make a name for himself in this league. I don't know if anybody's out of that position. So I, I'm, I'm impressed. Give, give me an hour position and I'll, I'll, and I'll try my best. We have another person that is actually still in the league, Lucas Patrick. He is. He played. Oh, Chicago Bears starts. guard. Chicago Bears guard. Five games last year. I didn't really know him too well. Thirty nine <laughs> regular season appearance. He has had three playoff appearances with the Packers He's in twenty twenty. His career. No, thirty nine regular season starts. Oh yeah, an eighty regular. He's, he's appeared or eighty. Eighty. Uh, was the Packers for five years? Went to the Bears Packers, last season. Yeah. Didn't play and as many with games that last Packers year. Team. He was with, now yeah. he would have been a depth piece, I'd imagine, but he was with that. Oh, sorry, not that good Packers team, the good Packers team, but also that good Packers offensive line with back the Ari in that. So, um, a good waiver pickup, you could say for us. Um, yeah, I thought it was kind of a, a, a good waiver find. I thought my GM hat was definitely on when I was able to find, find Lucas Patrick there for us. Uh, I, I'm already thinking how in the hell are we going to do this next year we're not going to be able to because we've named every party in the last this 100 is going to be years in this league we, we, we also have talked about 100 years in this league I was able to find a right tackle for us oh well he could he could switch over to the left I thought I'd find an actual left tackle so I was going to slot him in as our right right tackle because he played one season there for the Dallas Cowboys he played for ni- between 1975 and 1983 <laughs> 103 starts 129 games Recovered five fumbles and went to four Super Bowls, or sorry, four Pro Bowls. So Pat Donovan is our right slash. I suppose he's our swing tackle, really, Michael, because we're going to Pat need him Donovan. playing both sides. He Pat basically Donovan. sounds like he's from Ireland already for a start. Like I mean, Pat Pat Donovan, like he sounds like that Roar as well. Put Patrick with any name. Put Patrick with any name, and it's kind of sign. Even um, Pat McAfee. <laughs> Pat McAfee, you, you can imagine his name being read out in the bottle in the bullet in the match or something. You know, like Pat, Pat McAfee from Killer Sherry or something like that. There, like th- there, you go straight up. Um, right. I don't have anybody in those positions. Have you any linebackers? There are a few linebackers. A few we linebackers. see. So we're gonna we're gonna get the bad one out of the way now. I wasn't able to get us a proper defensive line together. So we did get Pat Holmes from the Houston Oilers, now the Tennessee Titans. Back in 1967, he made a Pro Bowl. <laughs> he averaged four sacks a season. It was a different game back then, so hopefully exponentially it's going to go up. He did get a first-team All-Pro in 1968. He had 97 starts. So it is a different game. Maybe at the time he only had to show up to get onto the team. But uh, hopefully Pat Holmes brings a bit of that toughness that they used to have back in the 60s and 70s and uh, help us out. Maybe it was a bit more of a running game then, so the the passing game that he's going to have to go up against, maybe it'll allow him get some more sacks to uh, pad the numbers, juice the numbers, make him stand out in a superstar for us. Where are you getting all these things from? I mean, it, this, is a, this is a Wikipedia deep dive, mate. Deep dive, but I'm hey, glad you hey, got that one look, out of the way. If, if, you want, if you want 
And this is not a shot on any other podcast in the UK and Ireland, but if you want people doing proper deep dives and po- proper notes and care about their listeners, you've come to the right place. Because I tell you, I, I spent way too much time on the GA podcast and I spent equally, if not more, time doing a deep dives on Patrick's that had played in the NFL in the last 100 years. Some of them didn't even What's have our... stats for like all pros and, and the likes because they didn't exist. <laughs> What's our next position? Because okay, I'll, now, I'll, we, we, I'll we are going, we, we are getting into some good players now. If we go linebacker, maybe you have one or two. There is some quality players coming our way now. I don't want to take the the light away from you too much. I don't want to be that guy that, you know, pick the obvious player. If we're going to go linebacker, I'm just going to go straight up and say Patrick Jones, the second, the Vikings for the crack to give you a better chance of getting somebody else because I know you've got about four different things down. He's only played two seasons. For some reason, I thought he had played three or four. Um, played a full season last year and frankly the Vikings need everyone they can get so the more Patrick's the better frankly uh, for me but I'm waiting to see who you have because there's all there's there's another linebacker for the Broncos who's uh, who's Broncos? I I didn't get him you go for him Uh, I have got a guy that's called Aaron Patrick plays for the Broncos and he's so good that frankly mate he played 17 games in two years which for Denver Broncos fans is a big thing because most of the team are out injured at least 30% of the season so um, he has no sacks in two years um, and four assists two years ago so there you go well he's going to be he doesn't have to be the, the bell cow linebacker neither does your other Patrick because we have two absolute studs one is uh, retired a couple of years one is I suppose he has a bit of upside to him. Patrick Queen, 2021. Patrick Queen. See, I, I had him down as a Yeah. That's a great pick. How the hell did I miss Patrick Queen? Jesus. Yeah, I mean, he, he hasn't been having, and this is why the <laughs> this is why the podcast is somewhat useful to do because we're able to look at some players. He hasn't, I suppose, stood out. He is on a good defense. Maybe he's not being given the opportunities to stand out. I don't really think that's exactly the problem. But he hasn't quite lived up to the expectation yet through his first couple of years. I think it was the 23rd or 28th, you know, mid-20s overall pick. He could have gone a bit higher. You know, he was one of those that was really well touted in the draft process. So he hasn't completely done it for the Ravens. And, you know, the Ravens had had good defenses since he's been there. So he's been unlucky not to stand out. I actually was looking at his Madden rating before doing this and was hovering around the 75, which is kind of, you know, a borderline starter at this point. But, um. Yeah, he uh, comes happily, will nab him. And then I have an absolute out and out stud named the 2010 de- All Decade Patriots team. Can you tell me who he is? Three Super Bowl rings. Oh, oh sorry. No, well, sorry. No, that, sorry. That's coming later on. We're, we're still on linebacker. I have to rewind. We have, we have Patrick Willis from the 49ers as our final linebacker. See, I'm thinking safety for the Patriots. I'm thinking Patrick Chubb. Patrick Chung, yeah, that's yeah. who I was. I was thinking Patrick Chung in my head, but it's like now we're on the linebacker still. Patrick Chung is coming further down. Spoiler alert. Uh, pa- Patrick, Patrick Willis is now for our, our linebacker. Eleventh uh, overall in two thousand seven, had a really good career with the 49ers. Um, I mean, he's a linebacker. Twenty and a half sacks in one hundred twelve years. What other stats do I have? He was rookie of the year, five team for or five time first team All Pro, six Pro Bowls, and led the league in tackles in his first and third year. I mean, that's if you haven't been following the NFL too long. But if you haven't followed the NFL, uh, Patrick Willis, I guess, needs no real um, 
introduction <laughs> how many times have we said we're patrick in this podcast already it's like jesus here, here we go i mean it's i'm already going like patrick 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 who else are we missing out here so we've got well, we, I, I named one safety so yeah patrick Chung, obviously like was, he was named to the patriots all decade team even though he did have a stint with the eagles just a one-year stint with the eagles but he i suppose I don't know. I think they have a Hall of Fame in New England for their own players or like a Ring of Honor or something along that. He is one that could likely get in there. He kind of had an underwhelming end to his career because he took the COVID year off. And I don't think he came back to play again after that. He's probably, what, about 33, 34, 35 around that age. So, yeah, a a 12-year vet, three Super Bowl rings and, you know, you know, real obviously stood in those Patriot teams under Belichick. Have we mentioned Potty Clifford's big best buddy in terms of the GA and the NFL. Does he count for the Patrick terminology? Big Minka? Ah, oh, I missed it again. Minka Fitzpatrick has to, I mean, like, for me, he's obviously the standout free safety, but like, obviously, the guy's an absolute beast. I'm hoping that if we ever please sweet, sweet Jesus, if we ever do get a game in Ireland, that it would be maybe the Steelers, and you, you do get to see Fitzpatrick play, and um, just so so good at what he does and he's improving every year that's what impresses me so much about him so he he's a standout for me on on that side of the ball but let's just edit out the podcast to make it sound as if we didn't forget him at all or you didn't forget him or you know it's fine well i had him i had in his place a cardinals legend that i was able to put down cardinals legend cardinals legend um he was i suppose uh what's that term when you kind of you not buy off more than you can shoot. That's not what he did. But um, he was a bit of a terrier for the Cardinals. Pat Tillman, obviously, you know, a legend now yes. for different reasons. Yes. Obviously, he, That's he a great shot, by the way. Yeah, I, I went, I've, I have seen the statue. I went looking for it at the day of the Super Bowl, but I kind of got distracted. I actually filmed something right in front of it, and that's why I got distracted, because I went doing something else, but I meant to get a shot of it. But yeah, Pat Tillman, if no one knows, after 9-11, he went and signed up for the Army, gave up his career in the NFL, and ended up dying over there. So Pat Tillman uh, made the team. It was one that I thought might go under the radar, but he was good for the Cardinals as well. His legend probably, you know, has gone further than he did on the field, if that makes sense. Like he was a good player, don't get me wrong. But, you know, now he's held to such a high regard because of what he did off the field. But yeah, that's why I'm kind of like, look, if we're talking player only, maybe Mika gets on ahead of Pat uh, Tillman. We have three really good safeties on our team and we have, Two really good, fantastic cornerbacks to pair along with them. I know you obviously have one again for me. Well, do I? Is the question? Do I? I think you must have one. I do have one more player to give out to you, Mark. And it's a player that whenever he was first drafted, I was devastated because we didn't draft Justin Fields. And he is Patrick Sertan the second. Um a hell of a player, probably the best player the Broncos now have outside of Justin Simmons. And I just hope that he is the leader for this team over the next five to 10 years. And for people that are listening to this podcast, I looked at Mark like he had four heads when he said Patrick. And I was like, what are you talking about? Like Patrick. And then, then I realized it's not, it's Pat, Pat Sertan. So I should know, like, I mean, we all call people Pat here. If you're called Patrick instead of Pat, he's Pat. So Patrick Sertan. Patrick Sertan, we have an absolute lockdown corner and we'll put him alongside an, a, a former lockdown corner and again a former Cardinals player now with the Minnesota Vikings we have Patrick Peterson 
in the number two slot. Now I'm, I'm we're we're taking it that it's it's um peak Patrick Peterson when he was you know perennial all pro if not a first team or sorry a perennial pro bowler if not a first team all pro. When you put our defensive back unit together, I think whatever deficiencies we have with only having one defensive lineman and two non-starting linebackers we have two stud linebackers and an absolute all pro all decade maybe all century kind of defensive back unit have we got a have we got a head coach this is the question i i wasn't able to come up with a head coach i was able to find out a name for us that might stand out to you but it might think take a bit of thinking does matt patricia count patricia yeah, let's go for it. It has to translate, <laughs> right? It has to translate. <laughs> we'll make it translate, I suppose. I'm trying to think, is there anybody else we're missing out here in terms of head coaches, anybody? But I think we've hit the, hell, hit the nail on the head, to be honest with you. I think, I I think, think we have, because when I was doing this exercise for half of it, I had written down in my running back, Cordero Patterson. Oh. And then I said I had to take it out because it wasn't Patrick Patterson. Because yeah. I was going to shorten it down. But I think that the Matt Patricia does qualify and if you want our name before we get out of here, there's one team that stands out that they'd have to represent us. Steelers? The New Ireland Pats. No, I no, no, we, we can't we we can't call it that. But I, we have the Pats. We have the Patriots the go Pats. by the Pats. <sighs> okay. Okay. The New Ireland so is, Pats. Is, is that the graphic? Then yeah, we got the big Patriots. <laughs> I'll have to do the green and green, white, and gold Patriots logo. The the New Ireland Pats. Thing and I guess this is probably a perfect way to end this special podcast on Paddy's Day. Is that like they're the growth of the game has been um, has been unbelievable over the last few years, and obviously the NFL in the UK, Germany, and many different countries, especially Africa, over the last few years, have done an awful lot to get players into the league. It's been a while since we've had an active Irish player in the league, but the the affinity um, that the Emerald Isle has on the NFL is something I would recommend people actually go in and research it because you know. For a start, you've got the Mara family with the Giants that have got links to Ireland. They're an Irish-American family. The Roonies, Roonies are originally from the Meadow in Nuri in County Down. Um, and obviously, Ambassador Rooney had a, had a real and serious um, affinity to this island before he passed away. And the Rooney family still do have an th- affinity to the island. So I, there, I, there's I think an I awful t- lot. I think I told the story in the podcast, but someone in... Um... Arizona, I'll, I'll, I'm sure I'll talk about this in the podcast then. Someone in Arizona told me that the gym in the U.S. Embassy is sponsored or was sponsored by the Steelers, that it's all gold and black because Rooney himself put it in there. I'll, I'll, I'll do some digging. And we find have out to do, I would love to do some digging. Maybe we cut that so no one else knows before we do some digging. But apparently, isn't that a cool story that the, um, it's all Steeler colors in the U.S. Embassy gym? Well, do you know what? If you've listened this far into this podcast, folks, there's there's a snippet for you. There, there's an exclusive. Uh, Mark, this has been interesting to say the least. I hope that you have. Uh, it's been enjoyable as well. I, I hope you have a a lovely St. Patrick's Day, and I hope that you enjoy your extra bank holiday. And I hope at some point people up here will give us an extra bank holiday as well. All positive talk. I'm off 16th and 17th anyway, but uh, enjoy the weekend, folks. If you're listening wherever you are around the world, around Ireland, um, anywhere. Enjoy St. Patrick's Day and enjoy the weekend. And thanks for your continued support. If you see anybody in Kildare or Tyrone that look a bit like us, do basketball. <laughs> <laughs>